Hi, Ben. Hey, Maureen, how's it going? It's going good. Have you prepared an issue for today? Yep, obviously, because the podcast is called Issues and Songs. So I've got yeah. an issue and a song. Wow. And my issue is about the YouTube algorithm. Okay. And the song is called Algorithm, Algorithm. Okay. Um, so my issue is climate change. Oh, wow. And I don't remember what my song is called. But you've got a song, right? Yeah, I do have a song. Okay. Issues and Songs, third edition. Packed with mind-blowing facts and heartwarming songs. Hi, listeners. Today on Issues and Songs, we saw through the seemingly serendipitous, not-so-simple puzzle that is the YouTube algorithm, or how you can watch Beyoncé's latest clip and end up two hours later in front of a video called David Icke, Conspiracy of the Lizard Illuminati, Part 1. That's an actual video, by the way. Right. And I, I did watch it. Oh. And I watched Part 2 as well. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. No. But before we plunge into this problematic perplexity, we will broadly discuss the frightening fever taking over the world known as climate change by answering this simple question that might dictate humanity's fate. How fucked are we? <laughs> Luckily, in the face of this depressing impending doom, I will share with you a pinch of very bad humour to sum up the, the entire podcast. Are you ready for the joke, Ben? I don't know. I don't know. It's lots of surprises already. Okay, too emotional, is it? Okay, here's the joke. Here it comes. Ready or not. What did Al Gore play on his guitar? Uh, melodies. An algorithm! Because it's climate change and it's, and it's yeah. our YouTube algorithms. I okay. did not see that coming. But thanks for joining both our issues, climate change and the YouTube recommendations. Yeah. Do you want to know what the, the saddest thing is? No. I didn't write that joke myself. I googled algorithm jokes. <laughs> so, in a way, this joke is supplied by Google's algorithm for searches. Yes. That's amazing. Oh, I, didn't I think, think we've that. looped the loop, yeah. Marine. We can stop the podcast now. <laughs> Everything's connected. I wanted to mention, but I forgot. Let's try not swear, because then if we do, we get a little explicit E on our Apple podcast thing. I'm not sure that's oh. that's helpful for our ranking. Okay. Yeah. But I don't well, know. you can Never bleep mind. it. Next week. Trigger warning. This <laughs> this podcast may contain swear words. <laughs> Which can be offensive, but not as much as methane to the environment. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so this week is a very special week. We have our very oh. first listener's question. Oh, wow. Did it, was the question sent to you in France or to me in Sweden? You, you, you weren't aware of it, so obviously me all right so she wants to know if there is any interesting trivia that we learned recently that we would like to share well that's a great question uh, do you have any interesting trivia marine that you learned this week well i have trivia i don't know about the interesting part i i just learned about this species of rats and the name made me laugh so basically there's this kind of uh, crystal type thing that you can find in cells and you can called Reinke crystals, and you can only find them in human adult cells and wild bush rats. And I wondered if there were tamed bush rats, mm -hmm. and if there were trimmed or shaven bush rats, okay. and were wild bush rats more feminists? Okay, what's your interesting trivia? So, well, I didn't understand any of that, but uh, my interesting trivia today is that there are one billion hours watched daily on YouTube, and YouTube's recommendation algorithm 
generates more than 70% of views. So that's 700 million human hours every single day. Yeah, that's the algorithm's power. Wow. That's a nice segue into your issue, Ben. Why don't you tell us why the YouTube algorithm is your issue today? Today, my issue is the YouTube algorithm because it is a very problematic thing. Uh, that um, actually, you know what? I've written a song about it, and I think it makes more sense if I express myself in that medium. Let's hear it. Algorithm, algorithm by Ben. I want to watch and learn today about the facts and numbers of it all. Climate change is quite important, as you know. What's this? A conjoined schizophrenic paternity show? Algorithm, algorithm. Oh, you do like all your isms. Algorithm, algorithm, like sensationalism. Algorithm, algorithm. I'm thankful for your suggestions. Algorithm, algorithm. There's no escape mechanism. I've just watched ten of what you did suggest to me. And it's so much I never knew Ghosts and scary beasts beneath the sea And vaccines and Jews, they're a conspiracy And obsessive, compulsive and suffering from deformity You bring all this call to me Algorithm, algorithm Oh, you do like all your isms Algorithm, algorithm You are raw sensationalism Algorithm, algorithm But I'm a slave to your suggestions Algorithm, algorithm There's no escape mechanism My clicks, you know how to entice for this There is really no debate But could your favourite vids change all our fate And drag us down a rabbit hole too late, populism, your true love, <gasps> clickbait, populism, machoism, we thank you, algorithm, masculism, egotism, oh, thank you, algorithm, fanaticism, nationalism, stigmatism, consumerism, algorithm, algorithm, oh, thank you, algorithm. so much fun yes and you know what is also fun no the countless terrible videos with which YouTube manages to keep millions of eyelids glued to their laptops there are actually more YouTube users in the world uh, than households that own televisions Wow so if you consider that the 20th century big medium of communication is the radio, then the television, of course, that arrived in every household. Now it's very much YouTube. But who decides what we watch? Well, 70% is not even our own choice. It's something that is suggested by YouTube's algorithm. You know, the videos on the right, suggested videos. You may like this. You might enjoy yeah. watching this. You, you may enjoy, after having watched a video about a band singing their song, maybe watching something about conjoined twins singing at uh, American Idol. 
and uh, at the same time being revealed as psychopaths whilst also um, being hid by a dangerous see-through monster of some sort. So you're describing the kind of spiraling down into the weird part of YouTube. There's a real rabbit hole element to this. And to write this song, I actually went down the rabbit hole a little bit. I deleted my cookies. I opened a, a tab uh, that uh, does not track my activity on my computer. I started by typing climate change into YouTube, like in the song. Climate change is quite important, as you know. And then what's this? It really happened that um, in the song I say a conjoined schizophrenic paternity show. But what I saw was lots of videos about deformed mm -hmm. people, videos about schizophrenia and how to identify people with psychosis and also paternity shows where it's revealed he's the dad or things like this. And then I just kept clicking on random videos and I went further down the rabbit hole and as I say in the song I just watched 10 of what you did suggest to me and there's so much I never knew ghosts that's wow. in there scary beasts that was recommended wow. beneath the sea there's a lot of those vaccines and Jews they're a conspiracy well that's just standard really obsessive compulsive and suffering from deformity that's a recurring theme I found and oh dear YouTube you bring all this so you basically to me. put your mental health in danger for the benefit of the scientific accuracy of this podcast. That's very, that's very nice yeah. of you. Thank you, Ben. Oh, well, it's just that otherwise I didn't have any ideas for a song. So you have to go through the experience of suffering through what YouTube recommends to its users. But you didn't arrive as far as David Icke conspiracy of the Lizard Illuminati part one. I, I actually didn't, you know, but there's lots of videos similar to that. I think, I think that's like the bottom of the rabbit hole. Oh, you wish. <laughs> really? What do you think is at the, at, at the bottom? Well, actually, in, in my last verse, I say populism, machoism, thank you, algorithm, because those are recurring themes in a lot of videos, a lot of people who pass themselves as journalists and things like this, and to push their anti-mainstream agenda. Um, and then they become more and more believable because there's such a vast network of fringe players all referring to each other. So masculism, that's a thing, apparently. Apparently us men are the ones suffering from <laughs> women wanting equal rights, which is the stupidest idea. Uh, egotism, of course, that's very present. Fanaticism, nationalism, stigmatism, consumerism, right? It's all about buying, look at this, look at that, aren't you jealous? And also... <laughs> A large part of that is fanaticism, nationalism. And once, once you start watching these videos, they keep recommending the same types of videos, so you kind of end up in a cluster of videos and you never really expand your views. My, my YouTube feed is a cluster of QI videos. <laughs> and, and musicals. And that's the English show, quite interesting. And musical, of course, your, your true love, American musicals. Yay. <laughs> the Facebook algorithm works the same way. I once read something that was really striking to me, which said, you might think that your view of the world is growing. And I did think that because I had more and more, you know, zero waste things popping up on my feed and ecological stuff popping up on my feed. No, that's actually probably just the, the Facebook algorithm. Well, uh, in my view, there are two sides to this. The, and the first one is that it's it reminds me so much of the Barnum Circus in America, the beginning of the 1900s. It's come and see the three-legged woman and the bearded gnome and look at this contortionist with um, more limbs than oh. hair follicles or whatever. So that, <laughs> so that, that just works for a bald man. 
more limbs than hair follicles. Just a bald man. <laughs> That's quite a deceptive ad. <laughs> the, the point is that YouTube favours in its algorithm sensationalist content because the goal of YouTube is not to entertain us with quality content. The goal of YouTube and of Google and their algorithm is to keep us watching. And how do you keep people watching? Well, the first part of this is by having content that is gripping, that is challenging, shocking, because it's like the gutter press, you know, they're called uh, tabloids. They grab the attention by talking about terrible things that happened or by talking about too many details about celebrities' lives. Mm. That captures you. and. What works best in YouTube are videos that make you want to click away. When you see the title and the thumbnail picture, which pops up to the right of whatever you're watching at yeah. the time. Th there's a French guy that used to work for Google called Guillaume Chalot. Do you know him, Marine? I know him. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know someone called Guillaume, though. So it might be him. I don't remember his, his surname, so it might be him. <laughs> There's probably more than one Guillaume. Everyone in France knows each other. <laughs> Didn't you know that? <laughs> and uh, Guillaume Chalot left Google when he became disillusioned with the use of the algorithm on YouTube because it's all about keeping people gripped and not about the quality of the content. So he created a website called Algo Transparency. And with this website, it doesn't give a complete view of what's going on on YouTube, but he says that by analyzing every day thousands and thousands of videos, he's able to determine which videos are, at a specific point in time, the most recommended by YouTube's algorithm. And that enables you to get an idea of what works for YouTube's algorithm. Right, so if you want to be with YouTube famous... I'll just read you the top four. Oh yeah, yeah, please. So that's the top four for today? Or for the to, week? To, yeah. Or? Top four for today, 8th of February 2019. 8th at, of February. At number four, we've got global news is people, and it, there's lots of all caps all over the place, but I'm not going to specify, but people oh, calling for Nancy yeah. Pelosi to resign after Senator Ted Cruz exposed this, brackets, video, close brackets, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Wow, okay. Interesting. Number three is this man saw something at Area 51 that left him totally speechless. <laughs> okay oh my god that's number three okay <laughs> number number two fittingly with uh, 123 channels recommending it right now is cbs news's twins get mystifying dna ancestry test results oh uh, yeah that's in fashion there you go dna tests brackets marketplace okay yeah and number one for reasons that we can't understand not being american is ex-DHS employee, all caps, reveals all in this interview on this coming technology. Okay, no idea what this is about. <laughs> I wouldn't click on that. Would you click on that? And in the picture, there's a, sh there's a shadow of a woman saying, I know what 5G will do. And in white written, warning of a whistleblower. So it's a lot of alarmism. Yeah. <laughs> and sensationalism. Actually, I didn't use alarmism in my song. Ah, oh, that's an opportunity missed. Oh, did you have an ism rhyme? Oh, yes, mm. you, you did. You just had isms rhymes. Yes, Marine, the whole song is all about rhyming and <laughs> <Yes>. isms. <laughs> Sorry. In my view, there are two parts to this, because there's the whole <clears throat> vaccines and Jews and Illuminati, the conspiracy. The conspiracy of the lizard Illuminati. For example. 
But the other side of this is that it can then impact the rest of the world in the sense that it can have a big impact on people's decisions. Decisions like yeah. voting. So I, I started going into the zero waste because of YouTube, because of the YouTube algorithm. I found Lauren Singer's TEDx speech where she talks about how she went zero waste. And I, at the time, didn't even know it was possible to live like that. So yeah, YouTube has changed my life in that sense. For good, I think. There's an academic called Rebecca Lewis who wrote about uh, the alternative influence, as she calls it. Her report is really long and you can download it as a PDF. And all the links are in the description of the podcast, of course. And she came to the conclusion that increasingly, to understand the circulation of extremist political content, you can't consider them only as fringe communities and people without, without identity. Mm -hmm. Uh, but actually, you need to scrutinize polished, well-lit internet celebrities and very interesting and grabbing videos. In the very trustworthy Guardian, there's a very long article all about not only how the algorithm keeps you glued to sensationalist, sometimes degrading content, but how during the 2016 election in America, the videos mm. that were doing well were 80 to 90% anti-Clinton or pro-Trump. And the more you watched any political videos, ah. the higher the chances you were to being confronted to recommendations towards a lot of the time conspiracy videos about Clinton or the Clintons made up all sorts of dreadful things with <laughs> aliens and abuse rings. Like probing. Alien probes. Well, luckily, I managed not to watch them, so I can't tell you okay, for sure. Well, well done. <laughs> Talking about conspiracy theories, climate change is my issue for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to denounce it for the conspiracy that it is okay. and that polar bears should just shut the front door? <laughs> um, okay, so it's not a conspiracy. <laughs> the conspiracy is climate change deniers. Let's Let's be clear about that. No, it's scientific fact. Scientific fact, yes. Okay, so I was listening to a podcast called The Biggest Story in the World by the trusty The Guardian, yes. the newspaper. And website. And they had three numbers to kind of explain where climate change is at. So the first number is two degrees Celsius. Mm -hmm. That's the number that keeps popping up, the, the limit not to go over. Basically... This guy called John Shellen said the difference between two degrees and four degrees Celsius is civilization. Will mean that people will start pouring the milk after they pour the tea. Is that what happened? Is that the end of civilization? Well, I always do that. Yeah, actually, me too. But it, it is um, the the tradition is to actually pour. Well, it the, depends the milk if you're using a tea, tea bag. Okay, and then pour the tea okay, from the. Okay, so I'm just saying the mean difference between today yeah. and the ice age is a difference of four degrees Celsius. Is that all? Yes. So imagine what two degrees can do. Two degrees is the target not to go over. It's kind of arbitrary. It's We had to have a political target. Because the facts are that the planet is warming up and we're setting ourselves a limit. Wouldn't it just be better to try and not warm it up at all? Well, yes, it was. But at the rate we're going, we're probably going to warm it four to five degrees this century. Isn't that frightening? And that's the first number, and we're all going to die. What's the second number? The second number is 565 gigatons. It's the amount of carbon we're allowed to release to stay under the 2 degrees Celsius. It's our carbon limit, our budget. So we shouldn't run too much. Is that... We breathe heavily and, and 
breathe out lots of carbon. You're not going to change the world by stopping exercise. No, I guess the better option is to have trees, and then they use the carbon to do whatever they do at night or during the day. Yeah, so that's a good idea. And the third number is two thousand seven hundred and ninety-five gigatons, and that's all the carbon that will be let into the atmosphere if all the fossil fuel that we know of today gets burnt five times more than our carbon budget. So we're overspending. We're not being very reasonable with the carbon money purse. We're being much less than reasonable. So carbon emissions. Do you know where they come from? Cars. Yes. But actually, not so much. A lot of、uh, freight, boats, planes, a little bit, and burning down forests is the main thing, I'd say. Yes.、Yeah, so transportation is number two of fossil fuel emissions. Number one is electricity and heat. Production. That's if we're using coal to warm ourselves up, yes, right, and to to produce electricity. And then industrial sector, and then residential. So eighty-seven percent of human sourced carbon dioxide comes from fossil fuel combustion. Eighty-seven percent. That crazy. So number one is coal, and then you have natural gas and oil. And the crazy thing is, I was reading an article the other day in the Guardian again, because <laughs> why not? From 2015, quite an old article, which was saying how how BP and Exxon Mobil and all the great oil industries, petroleum industries, had put a lot of money in climate change denial lobbies. Well, it makes sense if your whole business. It makes perfect sense <laughs> if your whole business is yielding billions. Yeah. Spending a bit of millions to try and make your business、yes. last longer is the sanest thing in the world, except if it comes at the cost of millions of human livelihoods and the welfare of the whole planet. Then it's questionable, I think. No. Yes. Well, that's why it's an issue. Marine, you're giving us lots of、uh, very crude, hard-to-take facts about the planet. But I hope there's a song to go with this to help sweeten the deal. There actually is a song.、Yeah? It's called "There's a Change in the Air Tonight." Let's hear it. There's a change in the air tonight. There's a change in the air tonight. There's a change. There's a change in the air tonight. There's a storm in. Storm. 
Thanks for sharing, Maureen. That was very nice. Hey, for the record, this is probably the song I'm most embarrassed with. Might be my, my worst song. <laughs> Your worst ever song? You think the one about the rabbit and Easter with chocolate that you shouldn't put in the fridge because it loses its taste, is that one better? Of the series. So, of three songs. Oh, of the podcast. Right. I actually think the one about the rabbit and the chocolate that you shouldn't put in the it's fridge quite good. is better than that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so too. So you're, you're just telling me my, my song is... Sh- oh, I'm not allowed to swear again. Okay. My song is Sugar. No, what? No, of course not. I'm not saying that. I'm trying to be a supportive brother. But also, it sounds like your lyrics took a week off. Yes, they did. <laughs> and my instrument as well. I did an a cappella lyricless song today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we talked about really, really grim things today. We didn't talk a lot about climate change. I thought we were going to throw in lots of accurate facts and talk about the permafrost and how it's changing. And there's a thing called the carbon fart or something. Okay, what's permafrost? Oh, the permafrost is a constantly frozen part of earth that's above the sea obviously it's the ground but it's also constantly frozen and it's also linked with the glaciers that didn't explain anything (laughs) okay are you ready for some facts from senperm.ku.dk from the danish people who know their permafrost stuff oh yeah so ready permafrost is permanent frost yes perma like all the time and frost like frosty what did i win you won a glass of melted ice. So water. Yeah, in 50 years it'll be worth its weight in uranium. Yes, that's true. So permafrost is just soil that's permanently frosty and frozen. So in the Northern Hemisphere, which is where we live, at 24%, so a quarter of ice-free land area, so that's 19 million square kilometres, is influenced more or less by permafrost. And that's mainly in Siberia, Canada, Alaska and Greenland. The thing about permafrost is that, um, I'll do the short version, the planet is warming up and there's some organic matter trapped inside the permafrost. Permafrost is frozen so the organic matter can't get out. 
but if it melts, if the first two meters melt, which is what we expect is going to be influenced by the by global warming, because it can be very deep, it can go more than 700 meters. It might unleash unknown diseases or things like that? No, it's going to release a lot, a lot of carbon. Oh. Permafrost contains actually 1,700 billion tons of organic material, equaling to half of all organic material in all soils everywhere on the planet. Oh my God. Okay. You have to understand, this was built up over thousands of years and it just all froze. So it's going, the planet is basically going to warm exponentially if we do nothing. Yeah, because when the planet becomes warmer, the permafrost layer, it does something that is called thawing. A thawing is when the permafrost or the upper layer of permafrost starts melting and releasing this organic matter and all this carbon that's been stored in the freezer of the earth. So basically the permafrost is the carbon freezer mm -hmm. of the world and now we're opening the freezer and uh, something's going to happen which is called, which it's has leaking. been called, the carbon burp. And we don't know exactly when it's going to happen and I think it's a terrible name. I think to get people interested. Yeah, Because it, it sounds funny something really depressing well i'd call it a carbon fart actually that's how i'd get people curious and concerned and then you can make a, a youtube video that will shoot right up the algorithm about that is it something dramatic and there's farts the total package so where the ice caps are melting and the glaciers are retreating uh, that's where also new permafrost will be found because that's what's underneath yeah. the ice ground Frozen ground. Greenland glaciers are melting four times quicker as they did 10 years ago. Just a bit of global warming trivia here. Did you know that 11 of the 12 hottest years have happened since 2001? Oh no. Oh, that's the year I left my window open that one day <laughs> that I went to sport. Oh man. Th that's the year I, I did a two minute drive in my car. Oh my god. <laughs> It's my fault. Oh, sorry, to come back to permafrost, because I actually did some research that I've misplaced. But <laughs> there's, there's lots of infrastructure also built on permafrost. So when the permafrost stops being hard and becomes all a bit oh. mushy, like, you know, Weetabix after a while in the milk, then, I mean, imagine building something on milky Weetabix. You just, it can't be done. It just collapses. So that's going to happen to a lot of ports and infrastructure also. But that's all not quite influencing the world on the same scale oh. as the massive probable release of all this carbon stuck in the um, frozen soil of the world. Okay, so that's really depressing. Uh, I think maybe we should talk about the solutions to the problem, if yeah. there are any. Let's go solutions! Okay, so... Uh, so I wrote a few solutions down that I think yes, are really helpful. Awareness. I think number number one is awareness. Just being aware of the impacts of of what's happening. Just just awareness. Just talk to your mum about it. Or, or to your local then, member of parliament. Or your local member yeah. of parliament. And send them lots of emails and make a petition. Yes. So, like I did last week for plastic. Exactly, yeah. And 170 <laughs> votes, I think. No, that's not... That's yeah, it's not going quite to change worthy, Marine. <laughs> but the, I think it's the intention. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Okay, so I think individual action is great, but what actually has the strength to change things is policy. So the most important thing you can do is vote with climate change in mind, with the future of the planet in mind. And harass your 
harass your rep- representatives, I think. That's and also, good. I think you can vote by buying. When you buy a product, you are endorsing it. You are paying for what it stands for. Mm. For example... Palm oil, deforestation. Yeah, for example, one kilogram of beef uh, sends out 27 kilograms of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Whereas one kilogram of lentils sends up 0.9 kilograms of carbon in the atmosphere. Why don't we give lentils to cows? And then that doesn't that reduce the carbon emissions? Shush. Okay, so according to in the Environmental Working Group, EWG, if everyone in the US gave up meat and cheese just one day a week, one day, it would be equivalent to not driving 91 billion miles. Wow. Just let that sink in for a moment. I'm not saying anything because I, I want you to really let that sink in. Wow. That's a lot of driving. That's a lot of driving, yes. And I won't drive 991 billion miles and I won't drive another million more. Oh, yes. I think you can make a great impact just by looking after what what food you buy. If you can... If you have the money, the resources to buy organic local foods, that's much better because there, there's the transportation, which is very carbon, which emits a lot of carbon. And there are also synthetic fertilizers in non-organic food, most of which are actually byproducts of, refi- of oil refining. Whoa, really? Yeah. But I think if you want to take just a simple step to reduce your carbon emission, to reduce your carbon footprint a little, is maybe reducing the amount of meat and dairy you consume or just buy smaller shoes because because of the footprint yeah okay i think i think is the end of the podcast i think we're both tired (laughs) i think the listener is probably tired are you gonna are you gonna write a song with more lyrics next week yeah maybe i think so i think i can't do less okay so thanks all of you for tuning in well all of you Thanks to you personally for tuning in and listening to this podcast in its entirety. That means a lot to us. Mum will listen, maybe. Yeah, Mum. Bye, Mum. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you just listened to the entire podcast, Issues and Songs, the third edition. Good job. Well done. And you're probably the only person to do so. So if you are not our one supporter and you want to support us and help us do more of these, you can go to patreon.com forward slash issues and songs, lots of perks, nice stuff. Get involved with us and see you soon. Bye.